Hello everyone and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and we have a very, very tight box office race this weekend. Not as much news to go over as the last episode, but still, there are some things that happened in Hollywood. First, let's go over the numbers. Opening in first place is Warner Brothers Elvis with 31.1 million. Coming in right behind it is Top Gun Maverick with 29.6 million for a total of 520.8 million. In third place is Jurassic World Dominion with 264 million for a total of 302.7 million. Fourth place was The Black Phone, which opened with 23.3 million. Lastly, in fifth place was Lightyear with 17.6 million for a total of 88.7 million. So yeah, this weekend was a tight race between Elvis and Top Gun. To the point of going into Sunday, analysts had it tied at around 31 million each. And we needed to wait until the final numbers on Monday to see who won. For Warner Brothers, this is a good opening for Elvis, considering adult dramas did not fare well last year. Thanks to solid reviews and it being about one of the biggest singers of all time, it's getting people to go out to see it, especially the older crowd. Also for Top Gun, this was another fantastic weekend, going back up to second place. At this rate, $600 million domestically is a lock, and we look toward seeing if it can hit $700 million, which is likely by the end of summer. This has turned into one of those special theatrical runs. Opening in first place in China is a new Chinese film called Lighting Up the Stars with $37.1 million. In second place is Jurassic World Dominion with $12.5 million for a total of 114 million. Million. Third place is One Week Friends with 2.4 million for a total of 12.9 million. And fourth place is The Bad Guys with 1.8 million for a total now of 49.5 million. And finally, in fifth place is Doraemon the Movie with 350,000 for a total of 12.4 million. So it looks like not only are people in China going back out to theaters, thanks in part to some of the restrictions going away. Chinese studios are releasing more of their films. If Lighting Up the Stars has good reception, it could pass at least $100 million, possibly $150. Right now, there is still no word on any other Hollywood films coming out soon. Now, taking a look at worldwide numbers, Top Gun Maverick passed $1 billion, with it making $45.7 million internationally. It is Tom Cruise's first billion-dollar movie ever in his career. Jurassic World Dominion made $43 million for a worldwide total of $747 million. Elvis made $20 million in its debut internationally for a worldwide opening weekend of $50.5 million. The Black Phone made $12.5 million for a worldwide total of $35.8 million. And Lightyear made $19.3 million for a worldwide total of $152.4 million. Finally, Universal released Minions, The Rise of Gru, in Australia, which made $3.7 million in its debut. Very good numbers all around, except for last year. Moving on to news, while Universal and Illumination get ready for the wider release of Minions next weekend, they have already pushed back one of their upcoming films. Migration, an Illumination film set for release next June, has been pushed back six months and now comes out December 22nd, 2023. Its competition now, at least officially, is Star Wars Rogue Squadron, and the next Star Trek film, though at this point it's unlikely both of those films hit that release date. They're not the only studio doing release date changes, Warner Brothers has made some changes as well by delaying Dune Part 2 by a month, with it now coming out November 17th, 
2023. Right now, next November is stacked with Dune, Trolls 3, and the Hunger Games prequel all coming out the week before Thanksgiving. I think at some point one of them will move up a week as to not be crushed. The studio also set a release date for the next MonsterVerse film, aka the Godzilla vs. Kong sequel, which will come out March 15th, 2024. I think considering how well the last film did around that time, and with a day and date release on HBO Max, it's a solid release date. Oh yeah, and just to go back to December 2023, Sony has announced this week that the next Ghostbusters film that's now in development will come out December 20th, 2023. I mean, at this point, it's only a competition is migration, so that ain't too bad. I would say the biggest news in Hollywood this week is from Disney, where the board of directors voted unanimously to give Bob Chappick a new contract. His original contract for CEO was set to expire in February of next year, but has been renewed for another three years. I thought it was curious that the board did this now, but it does help clear up two things. First, they were aware of the push from at least some investors, if not from a lot of people online, that they wanted Chappick out, and the rumors that they might look for someone else to be CEO by the end of the year. With this renewal, they have shut that down. Second thing is that they are clearly also okay with the work he has done so far, why wouldn't they? Yeah, people might not like some of the things Disney's doing, but so far everyone has paid, placed the blame on Chapek's feet instead of passing some of it to the board. If the board was unhappy with the changes he was implementing, this was the time to vote and kick him out. They didn't, and instead won him around for another three years. So they are clearly approving how he runs the company. So is this a good thing overall? I'd say eh. While I'm not a fan of Chapek, I don't think he is the worst thing ever to happen to the company. He was given a shit deal for taking over a month before everything shut down, so I'm not against him having a few years where things are somewhat normal and see what happens. He's been a bit brash in how he deals with issues, a Scarlett Johansson debacle being one. If anything, I hope he uses this time to refine how he communicates with people, the company deals with, shareholders, and customers. If he can do that, I think he will improve over the next few years. Deadline has the exclusive on this and that is Lionsgate selling the international rights to three of its upcoming films, The Hunger Games prequel, uh, a sequel to Dirty Dancing, and Motherland, which stars Halle Berry. Deadline has a great article breaking down which distributor and which countries has the rights now, and I'll include a link in the show notes. Overall, they are estimating that these deals will net the studio over $100 million. And as for where they will distribute these films else themselves, that would be North America, the UK, and India. Now, I'm not sure if this is something that has been common for the studio to do before, uh, but if they were short on cash, this should be a nice injection for them. Deadline has another exclusive, and that is Emma Roberts has joined the cast of Madame Webb, though at this point it is not known who she is playing as. The film already has Dakota Johnson and Sidney Sweeney. So on one hand, this is turning into a solid cast for a film. On the other hand, it's Another Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man. If it's like the Venom films, it could be fun, or it could end up like another Morbius. So, yeah, we'll see. As for another Deadline exclusive, Michael Bay is staying with Universal Pictures, at least for now. Brad Fuller has rejoined Platinum Dunes, Michael Bay's production company, and overall they have signed a deal with Universal. The details for the deal are not known, but right now they will be producing A Quiet Place Part 3, The Quiet Place spin-off film, and a thriller called Apartment 7A. While Ambulance was not the box office hit Universal was hoping for, I do wonder if it has done strong numbers on Peacock. Clearly, if it was a complete bomb, they would reconsider keeping them on and its production company, but that's not the case. 
Finally, for trailers this week, we got one from Universal for Ticket to Paradise. This is the rom-com film starring George Clooney and Julia Roberts, and it comes out October 21st. Kind of a weird release date for a rom-com film, but who knows? It got the star power to get people to watch it. We start off VOD Premium with Prime Video as they released a trailer for 13 Lives from MGM, what was originally set as a theatrical release in the fall, ideally for an award season push, will instead be released in select theaters at the end of the month and be released on Prime Video on August 5th. It's got a great cast and Ron Howard is a solid director, so I'll be giving it a watch. I do wonder if they will still try and push it during award season. We finish up Netflix with two stories. The first is the next film from the Russo Brothers. With their upcoming film, The Gray Man, coming out in a few weeks, they're already looking at what is after that, and now it's called The Electric State. The film will be directed by them, written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFreely, and star Millie Bobby Brown. Before Netflix closed the deal on this, it was reported that Universal was looking at it, but a deal was never reached. Now with Netflix closing the deal, it looks to go into production sometime in the fall. While The Gray Man has not been released yet, it's clear Netflix has the Russo brothers in high regard to be spending a lot of money on them. The cost for this film was not disclosed, but Deadline is saying it is similar to the amount for The Gray Man, so not cheap at all. Finally, Cameron Diaz is coming out of retirement to work on a film for Netflix. It's an action comedy film called Back in Action, and will star her, Jamie Foxx, and will be directed by Seth Gordon, who directed Horrible Bosses. She has been retired since 2018, so I'm curious what brought her out of retirement besides, I would assume, a very nice payday. Maybe she got bored. Anyway, Netflix must be happy about this, as she was the big star and should get people to watch. That is it for Box Office Receipts. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.